0: Hello everyone, this is Kripa Betai from the Unheard Stories podcast and today we have with us, Susanna Celsia with us. So, hello Susanna, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So, Susanna, tell us something about yourself.
1: I'm a writer, I'm a full-time writer. So, I okay. have written five poetry books
0: okay. and
1: apart from that, I have co-authored um uh, around 50 anthologies, more than 50 anthologies, uh, not only in English but also um, in Kannada, Tamil um, and Hindi as well. So um, my five poetry books all have different themes and uh, three of them are an outcome of a poetry challenge. So uh, I've been exploring different genres and uh, I also write in... uh, i write small uh, articles and also short stories hmm. okay
0: so that's very nice to hear that and uh, like you said that uh, you are a full time writer so like yeah. at what age did that thought arise that i should writing, like uh, writer
1: i used to write from a really young age from when i was about 8 years old and okay. it was just a hobby And uh, sometimes I couldn't help writing. It was a way of solace and I could find my whole life's purpose in it. But uh, taking up writing as a full-time thing, it just happened uh, one year ago, not one year ago. So um, only one year ago, I started taking up writing as a full-time thing and started taking it seriously. Before that, it was just a hobby. And during the lockdown and uh, during this COVID season, I had got Mm -hmm. a lot of extra time. So, okay. that is when I was able to invest a lot in writing. But taking it mm-hmm. up seriously only happened like a year ago. And that happened because I started getting a lot of recognition and many awards. And that's when I realized that, you know, this is something serious. I have true potential mm-hmm. and I need to mm-hmm. make use of it mm-hmm. uh, at the maximum.
0: Yes, right. Uh, so, who was your inspiration? Like, what motivated you or inspired you to just start writing
1: when you were just eight years old? So, uh, generally, when people are asked this question, they have this one person or someone whose books are read or someone they're inspired by. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, uh, if you ask me that question, I don't have a specific person, so I read a lot of biographies and uh, I, I did read a lot about many great authors, but uh, there is no specific inspiration or some person I would like to point out to. But then okay. I would say that my greatest inspiration is uh, uh, is all the problems and everything that I had to face in life. Not just the problems but also the good moments. And my biggest inspiration is nature. And I'm a descriptive uh, poet. So I started writing descriptive poetry where I, I, I used to describe different things. So when I was 8 years old, I started by describing a rose. And later, I even participated in a poetry contest in my school where I described nature. So that is how I started uh, writing. So this describing something is my, was my greatest inspiration and still is. And now I get inspiration from things around me. So the things that are happening, things that I face. And uh, I write about different issues which we do not see. So, like my mm-hmm. recent book, Elephants in the Room, it's about uh, the problems that we have in our generation today, which we might carry okay. to our next generation, and about career inequality and all these things. So, when I see this, I want to address the issues which are unaddressed. So, I think the things around me are my biggest inspiration. And what motivates me always to write is um, it's the feeling I get when I finish writing. So, I That's get good. this whole, uh, I get this whole feeling of fulfilment and when I share it with others and they are able to relate to it. So, uh, people have different thoughts in their mind but they need this one person uh, who will be able to channel their thoughts and, uh, and uh, you know, translate it to a written language. Usually our thoughts are always in our mind but we won't be able to express it. So, I yes. see writing as a form of expression. So, when I'm able to express what they are thinking and be able to relate to it, that gives me a sense of fulfillment. And I think that is like my life's purpose and that is motivation and inspiration.
0: Okay, I like it. It was really good to hear this. Uh, so, actually, you just said that you wrote poetry, you write poetry and all. So, like, what is yeah. the main like what are, like its topic and uh, main um what what should I say that the main uh, theme you write on?
1: Okay, uh, so the main theme that I write generally is about uh, positivity, motivation, and encouragement. So I yeah. always make sure that my writing revolves around this and about the realities of life. So mm-hmm. I uh, I do write fiction, but I always mm-hmm. feel at the end of the day. Uh, the poem should be able to be relatable to us. It shouldn't just cut you off from uh, reality and take you somewhere else. I don't believe in that. So I believe that poetry should be something which you are able to relate to and which makes your life more smoother or Mm adds essence to your life. So uh, my main theme, it uh, revolves around people and people's problems and emotions and family, relationships, love and happiness and... uh, mostly about all of the hard situations. So, uh, yes. I believe that writing uh, can impact the person negatively. So, if a writer has written something out of depression, someone who reads it can also go into a depression. So, I always make sure that my writing spreads positivity. It helps the person feel better. And I want to make others realize how beautiful they are, how special they are. And I believe that everyone is unique and have an amazing talent. So this is like my tagline. So everyone is unique and they have amazing talent. It's just that sometimes we don't recognize it. Sometimes we just don't have the enough motivation for it. So I always revolve my writings around this. And I always want to make a sunshine out of everything and see the goodness in everything around me. And so this is the main theme that I write around. So, uh, I had also taken up a poetry challenge where my followers, mm-hmm. social media followers gave me a topic or they gave me a picture and I had to write a based on it. So, sometimes that nice. some people wanted to challenge me and they actually sent me some uh, pictures which were not very happy. Mm-hmm. So, one of the pictures was about, um, you know, a very um, dark night. Another picture was about a very sad day like full of snow and nobody was able mm-hmm. to go out. Yeah. A very uh, sore day. So, all of these things, I was able to write something positive even out of it. And uh, sometimes we think that life is only about happiness, but that's not life. Life is a mixture of happiness and sadness and problems. So, accepting that and uh, knowing how to swim to that is something important is what I feel. And I like mm-hmm. to, uh, you. May, you don't have to enjoy everything. But that's what life is. Life has ups and downs. So that is a very exactly. normal thing. Yeah. And some people are not able to accept that. And they find it very hard. And some people even make fun of others. They say, see they're going through a tough time. No one deserves mm-hmm. to be like that. Everyone goes through ups and downs. And so that is yeah. being human. That is doing normal. And so, you know, that is life. So enjoying exactly. life as it is and being grateful for that, I think it's all around. And now recently I started writing about the problems in our society in my recent book, Elephants in the Room, like I mentioned before. So now I am I'm also exploring different themes where I am able to help people recognize the mistakes in the social constructs that we live in.
0: Okay. Like, whatever you said was, like, very well spoken and you described that um, very nicely. So, like, I wanted to ask you one more question that... Like you said that you took um, full-time writing like, from the past uh, one year, right? Yes. So, like, uh, did you receive support from everyone or there was someone who criticized you? And if there, if there was someone, then how did you overcome that criticism?
1: Okay, so, uh, this wasn't uh, an idea that everyone supported me. So, uh, I wasn't ready to even open this up to everyone around me because... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because of different opinions. And uh, actually, uh, I I had really supportive people. And I'm really thankful for them. But I did receive uh, criticism also from some people. And most of them, what they were talking about was about uh, the instability in income. And uh, some of them even didn't call it a real job. I remember someone saying that it wasn't even a real job. Or some exactly. of them had thought that, you know... Uh, You should take up something which uh, is more, you know, solid. And that's when I realized so many things are wrong with our social construct. So, uh, all these things, I did not... I cannot say that it did not affect me and I did not feel sad about it or did not, uh, you know, feel insecure about my decision. But then... I, I I was able to overcome it when I just started speaking the reality in it. I thought, okay, that is their opinion. Let me think about it. Like, and then when I started thinking about it, I realized that all oh, this is just a social construct. There is nothing like, you know, stable income. Even if you're working for someone, that person is going, the person who's paying you, they're also going through ups and downs. And in case they, they do not have a profit, then you won't be paid. That is also not a stable income. So yes. that's when I realized that, you know, uh, finding security, what do we find our security? So I think you you'd be finding your security in somebody paying you or something like that. You know, the jobs that were there before uh, are now just going and as time is passing, all of our jobs are changed and uh, the industry is just evolving. There are so many uh, jobs which are now replaced by uh, different softwares so everything yeah. around you is changing and staying updated and going with that and following your passion is something that's very important. So I always had a strong conviction that I want to do something that I'm passionate about. I never want to do something which I don't like and I don't like to pressurize myself and put myself into that mode. So I started focusing more on myself, on what I want to do, what I'm passionate about, what makes me happy. And when I started focusing on that and seeing, started seeing things from that angle, everything changed, everything felt better. So even when I got all of this criticism, I just saw what is right and wrong. What is the truth in what they're saying? And then I found out that, you know, there is no point or there's no use in not using your talents and just staying under the shell or, uh, you know, wasting all of your time. So I found this conviction and I believe that uh, this is the right decision for me because this is what is keeping me happy. So when I started focusing more on myself and what is my purpose, what are my talents, and how I can build my life, I felt better. And one of the biggest challenges is that, you know, people around you don't think the same way as you. Most of them, majority of them. Even though yes. they have the desire, they don't like. There are so many things, you know, that are uh, keeping them in a cage. And the cage and the is nothing but the different opinions of people and, you know, your own restrictions. So yes. when I see people following a certain path, very strict path, and when I am trying to do something different, it, it was very difficult to stand out of the crowd so yes. uh, that's when I learned that you know I started focusing more and stressing on the concept that everyone is unique and they have a different path in life so, so uh, this like, is
0: how this I was able is, to keep myself yes, this is with. really a good message for the young listeners uh, that what you said that we should always listen to ourselves so we had a good time Shumara. so I request you to give a vote of thanks and like what message you want to give to our young listeners can you repeat? Uh, actually, this, I uh, said that can you please give uh, a vote of thanks and a message to our young listeners?
1: Okay. Okay. Um, so, I'm really, really thankful for this platform where I was able to express myself and I had a really good time. And uh, all of these uh, moments helped me to recognize and, you know, reassures me Uh, that what I'm doing is uh, something which is, you know, the right choice. So this is a great reassurance. And uh, the message that I would like to give to others is that you are unique and you don't have to be like somebody else to be good. So you are are born with so much of talents and abilities and everyone um, has this, are blessed with something. Nobody is born without any kind of talent. You know, I have seen people say that, Maybe I don't have any talents. Maybe I'm not good at anything. No, it's not like that. It's just, you know, uh, that you haven't recognized it yet. Or maybe what you have, you don't value it. So uh, each of you are beautiful, unique, and amazing in your own way. And uh, just be yourself. And that is more than enough. You don't have to put a mask or fit in anywhere. Just be yourself. And uh, I think that is being yourself is what is going to uh, take you to your purpose and make you reach great heights. Thank you.
0: Yes. Thank, thank you so much, Subrana, to be a part of this. And uh, thank you. We, we will uh, love to hear you. And uh, so we'll catch you soon.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. so Thank, thank, you, thank so much. you. Have a nice day and stay tuned with another Stories podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Have a good day.